Alright, hello, and welcome to Stasis Pod, the Transformers Rescue Bots podcast. I'm Rob. I'm Jen. Bah humbug and a happy new year. And today we are back in uh, Griffin Rock, and uh, we are uh, examining some vanishing returns. Uh, this is the sixth episode of season four. Uh, first aired May 21st, 2016. Uh, written by Claire Lee, uh, who previously seen around these parts writing Time After Time, the time loop episode. Okay. Oh, I guess maybe that's why we remembered that there was a clock tower. That's correct. So it uh, it opens with Cody looking to play some Burns Ball. Hmm. Not to be confused with Blurns Ball. No. Or Calvin Ball. I think it's kind of Calvin Ball-esque. Yeah. <laughs> it's, uh, and everyone else has something going on to varying degrees. Yes. Uh, you know, Cade's having a nap. Danny is going to hang out with occasional love interest Taylor. Yay! Chase is watching gangster films to learn about uh, criminology? No, 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 no. Documentaries? They're, they're, they're documentaries. Sure. They're documentaries about criminality. Hmm. Oh, have <laughs> we mentioned that Chase is getting a new toy? Does that come up? I don't know that we have, no. I don't know that we've mentioned that, but yes, that is a thing. Yeah, because it's been like three or four weeks since we've recorded. It's It's been a bumpy December. <laughs> well, this is coming out yes. on New Year's or after. But. Chase is getting a toy, and that is pretty fun. And they've they've uh, got it out of their system of trying to like give noses to characters who shouldn't have noses. So mm. hopefully, it'll be pretty good. Uh, yeah. Mm. Oh, wait, does the strong arm have a nose? You know, I'm not sure. <sighs> I think she does. I don't think so. Mm. I saw oh, her in the okay. store, and she looked pretty. Yeah, I saw like, her in the store. Strong arm. I didn't look super close at the nose specifically. Mm. For them, also, it doesn't feel quite as off as the prime ones. The prime ones just feel. Yeah, prime wrong. is definitely. Robots in disguise is slightly different, but still in the same vein. Yeah, we. Uh, and so, so he's just gonna hang out by himself. And there, uh, there are a couple of uh, newcomers to Griffin Rock that we see here. Ah, <gasps> dun dun dun! Also, Blades is planning oh. a convention oh, yes. that's about him. Yes, yeah, he's, is he on Facebook or Twitter? They don't say. He just has three hundred fifty-four followers. Say, hmm. I'm gonna say Instagram. I think he's on Instagram. Hmm. What? I guess Instagram was around then. I would go to BladesCon. Yeah, I think that might even be before they got bought by Facebook, but they were Mm -hmm. definitely around then. Yes. And I would go to BladesCon. I think they were by Facebook by 2016. Oh, okay. I would go to BladesCon. Well, I I would go to BladesCon, but I would be confused when, wait, where's Blade? Shouldn't he be killing vampires and wearing sunglasses? (sighs) Oh, Blades. Okay, I'm at the wrong com. This one is better. This one is cuter. Oh, yes. So, yeah, the... Uh, and, yeah, a couple of a couple of new people 
in town. Hmm. Oh, yeah, uh, they right. seem to be vaguely southern, and they are uh, gentrifiers. Possibly the only people more evil than bird watchers. <laughs> yeah. yeah <they> <laughs> Shut the front door. <laughs> yeah, other than saying shut the front door, the accents don't really scream southern to me. Uh, it was definitely, I would say Atlanta. I would say like an Atlanta level southern where they have enough like people coming from other areas to dilute the accent a little bit. But yeah, they were, they were southern developers. <laughs> like that. Shut the front door, robots. Or I guess they could have been from Florida. They kind of even out the accent. They're they're planning to make they're planning for theme restaurants, uh, a mega movieplex. Mm. Yes, they. If it's anything like the small town I live in, that's having suburbia slowly encroach on it, get ready for some soy candles uh. and some novelty dish towels that say "All you need is wine." Uh. <laughs> Because that's what you get with that kind of thing. Oh, and then one of the plans is also, like, to pave over the wetlands to put in, like, a fountain or something? Definitely to put in something that yeah. they shouldn't. Hmm. Also, at this point, we see that someone has returned from an extended trip. Oh, yes. Uh-huh. Which, uh, oh, what's, what's her name? Pinch. Uh, Madeline Pinch. No, the daughter. Yes. Who is? Uh, uh, are you? Oh, yes. Yeah, uh, right. Sorry. It's Priscilla is the daughter. Yes. Madeline yes. is the mother. Priscilla. <laughs> Priscilla and her dog, her robot dog, Wi-Fido. Yes, they uh, have been away, uh, possibly coinciding with her mother being a fugitive from justice. <laughs> yes. I, yeah, I think that probably had something to do with something. But Cody is surprised to see her back, and she regales him with. Oh yes, all the, all the lands. places ending in land <laughs> that she spent, like Ireland, Finland, Lapland, Finland. Yeah, <laughs> and so yeah, she's back, and she's still super obnoxious, uh, but also she is foreshadowing. Yes. So yeah, this uh, and just as this is happening, the clock tower explodes for some reason. Dun, dun, dun. Yes, because of reasons, as we will find out, because it does end up being suspiciously unclear. Mm-hmm. So Cody's trying to help people, but uh, his hoverboard's batteries died. You know, you can't go over water unless you got power. <laughs> <laughs> also, be careful charging that thing. Yes. I have a weird addiction to the local news, and so many house fires start because of cheap electric scooter or e-bike or hoverboard batteries. And cars it's, it's, a, it's a problem. Oh, yes. Yeah, so I saw a video of, like, a garbage truck smoking because of batteries that have been put inside it the other day. Yes. Could, you, Be careful, Cody, Salvage, no. <laughs> no! Yeah. Please dispose of those batteries properly. And so, you know, Cody gets there late, but they're all, you know, it's fine. You know, we're, we're okay, which kind of makes... 
Cody feel a little uh, a little invisible? Hmm. Cade at says Cade suggests that if Cody wants to do something, he can count the bricks that Cade is moving, and Cody asks if that would be helpful, and he's like, "No, but it's something you could do." He's <laughs> yeah, helping out. He's making suggestions. That that is a kind of joke my grandfather would make, <laughs> and, and that's the kind of jokes I ended up making. Oh no! It's like it's something to do. It ain't gonna help. And so the, these investors are very excited by the whole robot thing, mm. and. Uh, yeah, they're uh, they're sold on Griffin Rock. They are gonna have to pave over a ton of wetlands and uh, buy up a bunch of houses. Well, they're sort but, of iffy and going down on it until they see giant robots in town. Tourists love robots. Sure, it's true. Man, that's what my town needs: is some some robots to liven things up. I mean, yes. Bring those tourists in. Wait, did, was my mind one? I have a note that says fried apples. Was that in there, or was I just hungry while watching this episode? That was at the beginning. Okay. Because uh, Heat Wave's thing that he is too busy to play with Cody about is that he's helping some little kids pick apples, which he thinks is oh, frankly bullshit. Right, when the clock and- tower explodes, like meteors come through the sky, set an apple tree on fire, and produce fried apples. And now I kind of want to fry an apple. Actually, I want to make an apple pie, but I don't have dough. I, I will note that the fancy Thai restaurant downtown here does have some of those waiter robots. Oh. <laughs> Putting waiters out of business. And people do seem to enjoy them, so I guess it's true that tourists do love robots. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, uh, so Cody, he's heading to, uh, heading to see Doc Green, getting a uh, replacement battery for his hoverboard, and worryingly... Uh, the doc has is now experimenting with a second kind of alien technology. Yeah, well, if you <laughs> doc, find no. if you find alien technology lying around, you got to make use of it, of course. You got to poke it. You got to try running electrical current through it. You got to try magnetizing it. You got to put it in water. You got to see what's going to happen. Yeah, he's playing and with this is the, bits this is of the spaceship of the aliens that were a couple the, of The Velgrox yes. from uh, the season premiere. Yes. Man, that was cool how were, there were these aliens who showed up and then mm. they were like Cybertronians. Heck no. <laughs> we're getting out of here. <laughs> yeah. Can't eat I these like aliens. Cybertronians are notoriously difficult to deal with to the rest of the intergalactic community. <laughs> yes, that, that's one of my favorite little side things from IDW's run. I was like, every other yes. alien species is like, no, we don't want you here. You guys are trouble. <laughs> don't want to deal with you. We can't yeah, so kill Cody, you, and you just wander about. So this is specifically uh, like an invisible metal and uh, notes that it uh, the things that it comes in contact with while being magnetized also become invisible. Just in time for the doc to wander away to look after uh, the baby, and for a chunk of this metal to fall on the hoverboard, making it and Cody invisible. Yeah, doc, <gasps> doc, maybe you should keep that in a locked room. I mean, have you seen the Philadelphia Experiment? This could go very bad. <laughs> yes. What? What? What if you're? What if Cody phases through the floor? <laughs> It's a stupid movie, but or based upon a stupid book. But <laughs> meanwhile, the team has been called I mean, out on. It could be worse. It could be the Andromeda strain. Yeah. Sorry. Go ahead. 
So meanwhile, the rest of the team has been called out by Mrs. Niederlander on an emergency that turns out to be neither cat-related nor actually an emergency. It, well, I mean, not a pressing emergency, but but it, it it's is... It's not an emergency. No. It, it's definitely a call for the non-emergency police line. Yeah. I don't even think it's a matter for the police. It, I mean, if it was a... I mean, this is a pretty popular scam. Oh, yeah. I don't think in her case it's a scam, but it's something that people do as a scam. Yeah, ultimately, in the end, it is a land grab, which is a legal issue. It's ultimately, just it's people offering on. to buy an old lady's property, which is something that anyone with... Uh, parents with dementia at this point are having to deal with. Yes. yes. Take out a reverse mortgage. Wait. Reverse how? What? <laughs> do not do that. Mm-mm. No. Yeah, anyway, anyway, Petty Paws will not sell. Property buying scams are... Yes. yes. Petty Paws, this... Petty Paws has been climbing this tree since before he was using a litter box. <laughs> which is pretty impressive. But okay, I'll buy it. First thing he did as a kitten, I guess. Mm-hmm. I mean, their mama cleans up after them until about four weeks. Mm. So climbing a tree before four weeks is impressive, is impressive but doable. They've uh, they've got a little bit of spunk by then. Or he was born in a tree. Maybe we had a litter that their mama was uh, hiding them in a in a hole in a tree. No. Oh. And they end up getting cookie names, and Mama got named Keebler. <laughs> How industrious. Because <laughs> they lived in a tree. Yeah. Anyway. Cats. Cat <laughs> developmental facts. <laughs> meanwhile, uh, the team is called out for an actual emergency. Or, well, meanwhile, Cody is causing emergencies downtown by being invisible. Yeah, what, and not which, realizing that he's invisible. Yeah, which at first seems odd, but it's like, eh, I guess you may not notice until you see lack of reflection. I don't, I but feel if you I'm, almost get run over by the second car, it's like, wait a minute. I feel that I, I would notice like that would, I was invisible. Also, his hoverboard was invisible, too. Yeah. So you'd think that like when he got on it, he might notice that it was invisible, but I guess not. And it is kind of weird not to see parts of your body in your own peripheral vision. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Especially when you're doing a uh, athletic thing, like riding a hoverboard. But no, that's fine. I'll suspend some disbelief here. Fair enough. Yeah. But as with all invisible people, invisibility starts to corrupt him. A little. <laughs> yes. Yes. Oh, just just don't go full Hollow Man. Never go full Hollow Man. No, but what are the things he does? Like he he flips the mayor's wig, and yes, there was something else he did early on that was a little weird. He was pranking Cade. He was like oh, taking his chips yes, and definitely. moving his exercise equipment, which is kind of dangerous. And meanwhile, another emergency is happening as the Hall of Inspiration is flooded. And it turns out it is because people just drilled a bunch of holes in the pipes. 
Yep, they get there, and the pipes are leaking, and they're like, this was not an accident. This was clearly done on purpose. These are very tidy holes. Mm -hmm. So, uh, you know, so the mayor is now worried that uh, these uh, developers are going to be scared away. But, of course, the team also does not want uh, all of uh, the charm to be paved over in the town. Mm. They should do like people do here and post to Facebook about it. (laughs) <laughs> Post a Blades Facebook. Yes. So instead, I, I think they, he's uh, on Instagram. I think Blades is on Instagram. <laughs> so instead, we are having one of those one of our wacky town meetings. Hmm. It's a democracy. So we're back at the firehouse. Cody's still invisible. He he steals Cade's chips, and then he overhears Sli- the team doing talking. Low key mischief. Hmm. And it turns out that, oh, his, his family does miss him after all. Yeah. Aww. They do think his of him. His family di- does want to do stuff with him, because playing with him is what makes... Because one of them is like, wasn't somebody talking about a game of Burns Ball? And they're like, well, Cody's not around, and it's no fun without Cody. <laughs> and he's like, aw, they do like doing things with me, and it's very wholesome. Yeah. And that saves him from going Hollow Man, or like yes. that one episode of Buffy with the Invisible Student. <laughs> and Which I, I think uh, ended up with her joining the FBI or something weird. And I like that Cade's sure. sole, uh, Cade's sole concern about this is, oh, so you stole my chips? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's important. Chips are important. So, uh, so there's uh, there's now a problem with the wetlands where there's been an oil spill, <gasps> and so so Cody's there's ha- a fire. Oh, mm. right. Blades fire. asks the very important question of how is there a fire at the wetlands because they're wet. Oh, yes. How is there f- how fire in the water? Why? <laughs> Why fire? Blades in- asks the important questions. Yeah. Yeah, because there was an oil slick, and the oil slick was on fire, and it covered some seabirds, so we have a touching little scene of washing little icky birdies. Where is this, Cleveland? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that reminds me, like, I I think I already asked you the other day, I I heard of a cryptid the other day that I hadn't heard of before, and uh, was it the Loveland Frog in Ohio? Oh, I've heard of the Loveland Frog. Apparently, Jen had not. I I have not. Ah. I wasn't in Loveland. Columbus doesn't actually care about any other part of Ohio. <laughs> okay, I guess. But it's in Ohio. But it's very full of itself. <laughs> it, it's a local cryptid, which is just apparently a three-foot-tall frog that likes to walk near guardrails and occasionally carry a magic wand. Sure. <laughs> this sounds excellent. I want to be his friend. It, it did sound delightfully stupid. Man, we should do a side podcast about cryptids. We could. I mean, other people have done that. We, we've already started with Jersey Devil. <laughs> but, like, no, because I heard it on a podcast. Yeah, it was, I think it was on a podcast about somebody talking about a movie that had been made from that. Like, it's a Frogman movie. Mm-hmm. And I couldn't find shit about the movie, so I ended up looking about the Frogman. Aww. Because it, it's like a new this year indie movie thing. Oh. Yeah. I thought you were going to say it's a new this year indie cryptid. No, no, the cryptids from, I think the 50s was like the first sighting. 
Well, sighting in quotes. That's when the best ones are from. Yeah. Anyway, back to the pinch plans. Anyway, Cody uses his invisibility to sneak into this meeting when he sees Priscilla Pinch going into it, and she is indeed causing these uh, disasters. (gasps) Dun, dun, dun. Now, I kind of lost the plot. Why is she causing these disasters again? To, to, like, lower property values and cause nuts. I mean, okay. if the wetlands is yeah, on fire. Is, she is also in on the, uh, I mean, she, I, I'm not going to say, I mean, I tend to think that property developers are bad in general, but yes. uh, I'm not going to go so far as to say this batch is particularly more good or evil than your average ones. Yeah, but, but she is definitely involved in, like, the... 80s movie villain of level yeah. of uh, oh, yeah. property investment. She, she's coming to bulldoze the community center. Yeah, she yeah, is she, the kind of developer who... She wants who, to take advantage of the situation, make money off of it, and enjoy bulldozing the wetlands. Yes, I don't think there's really anything to it beyond her using this as an evil investment mm-hmm. opportunity. Mm-hmm. She almost sank the entire island. She didn't give a shit. No. She does not. No shits are given. Well, indeed, as we soon find out, she has planted uh, an earthquake machine near Mrs. Niederlander's house. Yes. Yikes. Because they have permits to to demolish an unsafe property. That's just mean. And, of course, it is unsafe largely because of the earthquake machine. Yes. Yeah. That they put there. Which somehow they put this giant jackhammer under the ground <laughs> on her property. So he is, they are able to stop this thing, but it is time to take some action and to stop uh, these uh, these gentrifiers. Hmm. Yes. they. Someone does bring up the question of whether she still has the Vern device. Uh, which uh, of course that goes is, unanswered uh, and is just left there. In the air. Of course, the, uh, the the Vern device invented by Ernest P. Worrell. <laughs> <laughs> and someone makes some comment about what if she had the... Who knows what she would do if she had this uh, invisibility technology. And Blades is like, probably make herself invisible. Uh, <laughs> He's really good in this episode yeah. at yes. being just Blades. B- Blades is a delight. He is. He is. So uh, we we may not have the diver- the Vern device in this episode, but somebody is about to be scared stupid. <laughs> yes. So they decide. You know what's going to dissuade these investors? Ghosts. Ooh. You know. And again, apparently, these investors it, it, like didn't Google Madeline Pinch or anything. Now no. this is, we're just on to, like, Scooby-Doo plots yes. here. Well, it was harder to Google a decade ago, I guess. It was less than a decade ago. Actually, Google was probably better back then, because it wasn't full of weird AI stuff. Okay, better than it is currently, yes. Uh. Also, you'd think that there'd be, like, a, like an all-points bulletin. You know, be on the lookout for this fashionable, extremely wealthy woman. <laughs> It's fine. I don't know. Maybe, maybe she messed up the Google results and they all redirect to Madeline Pryor instead of Pinch. She, uh, 
she she got one of those services that like fixes all your your bad reviews or whatever. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, she's got a bunch of bad reviews on Yelp for attempting to sink the island. <laughs> one star would not recommend. Yes. But no, the bots now are they all have their own invisibility devices. And so they come in acting as poltergeists. Yeah, which, somehow sneaking you know, in through the front door to the meeting of a, thankfully in a large room and picking up chairs and papers and glasses. I guess it probably doesn't have great acoustics. Yeah, what well, they do always do seem to have soft feet. <laughs> and Cody specifically says that it must be, this must be the ghost of Charlotte Wayne, the Lady of Griven Rock. Good callback. Yeah. As you recall, that she was uh, used way back in the Haunting of Griffin Rock, uh, back in the first season, hmm. uh, the episode where there were a bunch of like weird holograms. But then uh, they found out there oh, wasn't yeah. a Charlotte Wayne hologram. Ooh. <gasps> Ooh! Spooky. Spooky ghosts, indeed. And so initially, the investors are like, "Oh, hey, ghosts." People love ghosts. Tourists <laughs> yeah. love ghosts. I mean, there are like a bunch of like famously haunted sites that are like big tourist attractions, like the like the Winchester Mystery House. Yeah, haunted hotels and, and that kind of nonsense. People in people uh-huh. in the Amityville Horror House had to like rebuild the house so people would stop bugging them. <laughs> so it doesn't have like those jack o' lantern uh, windows anymore. Mm. Mm-hmm. We and have some places like Horror, that around here, but they're they're all like awkwardly associated with the Civil War, so... Oh, dear. Yeah. And speaking of the Amityville Horror, we do get a a good get out. (laughs) So, but eventually they decide this is too haunted. Well, yeah, because it's... And we're we're out of here. Picks up more things. Like, this is not profitably haunted. Yes. Once the furniture starts floating around, then it's just dangerously haunted, and you don't really want to have to pay the liability insurance on that. No. So they pack up and leave, but, oh no, the Cody's invisibility thing, it's missing. (gasps) Dun, dun, dun! Whoever could have taken it. Yes, cut to Casa Pinch, where uh, Priscilla is just terribly bored. And then suddenly, her mother appears. If only she could just go back to Europe and be on the run from the law again. <laughs> as, as they say, as they say in that Kiss song, she's so European. <laughs> so now, so now, in addition to the Vern device, uh, Priscilla or er, Madeline now does indeed have this uh, invisibility technology. So she's slowly collecting supervillain tech to, to form her own sinister six. Well, or just in fact, her she... own sinister self. Sinister self. Love it. <laughs> I, that really should be a Spider-Man story. Like just Doc Ock like takes everybody else's powers or something. That actually just happened in the recent. Um... Amazing Spider-Man 900th issue in which the oh. living brain used super adaptoid technology oh, yeah, there to get you go. all the powers of the Sinister Six. Yeah, oh, okay, Ooh. there you go, but it didn't use the Sinister Self title. No. 
That's a good one. Because it was already the living brain. Mm. And living brain is pretty good. Yes. Well, no, but like the title of that story should have been Sinister Self. <laughs> nope, too late. Sinister Singular? No, it doesn't work as well. Anyway. Anyway. So, and that is the end of the episode. Uh, you know, this is an enjoyable one. I, I enjoy this show's recurring villains. Yeah. It's nice to see Escalation uh, of Visions, especially since, well, we got rid of, um... Why am I blanking? Uh, Dr. Dr. Morocco? Morocco? Oh, yes, Dr. Morocco. Oh. Although he's back but now in we computer have a new... virus form. Yeah, well, we have the mini Dr. Morocco, yes. We got him back, kind a of. new, tinier Dr. Morocco. And stay tuned for next week's episodes for yet another uh, recurring foe. Ooh, yay. Oh, boy. Yeah, I, I kind of like that the... Well, at least Morocco and Madeline Pinch are sort of like... Lower tier villains from uh, Venture Brothers. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Which well, well, okay, which I guess puts them on the monarch level, but well, I mean, it, it without it's the henchmen. Probably, partly because uh, Madeline Pinch kind of dresses like uh, Doctor Girlfriend. Y- yes, but <laughs> she does l- less as as um, Mrs. Kennedy. I mean, she looks less Jackie Kennedy. Yeah, but she's about fifty percent Doctor Girlfriend. Yeah, the haircut's the same. Yes. All right, so that uh, does it for this episode. Uh, I believe we are now taking a trip to uh, date, or, or we're not. No, it, 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 Christmas has been busy and New Year's and stuff. We're a little bit shorter episode. Also, I, I remembered an episode I kind of wanted to do at the end of the year, like us talking about like our five favorite movies of the year and various other things, like favorite books or mm. whatever. And then it was like it was like oh we're preparing for this like oh shit I forgot we want I wanted to do that oh so maybe oh, we'll do that sometime in January but sure because especially since I'd have to make a list is like what the fuck movies did I even see I saw like three or maybe more than those I like think Godzilla minus one is probably number one uh, Guardians of the Galaxy three. Mm-hmm. It's probably number two. Wait, what the fuck was the um, other movie I saw? I know I've I seen re- I really like, one or two more. I really like Barbie. Oh, oh yeah, I didn't get to see Barbenheimer. Well, I, I need to see that. I guess it's on digital rental now. I could digitally rent it. And it, I think it might be on Max if you get Max. I do uh, not. Okay. It's, it's oh, on a service was... I get in Canada. Oh. I mean, no, oh, there was something that wasn't in theaters I also saw that I really liked. What the fuck was it's it? It's available, but I ain't paying for it. Right. I'm just, <laughs> is Redbox still a thing? Yes. Yes, actually it is. Oh, there you go. Or at least there was. There, there I mean, used, it's like. Yeah, I think it's still at uh, Walgreens, maybe. No, I definitely have them in town here and they're like. Or CBS. Reasonably somewhere. close to my apartment. That's just. Is it worth $2 to get back in the car and go over there versus <laughs> just doing a digital rental? Yeah. Because <laughs> it's about a $2 difference. Ah. All right. Well, we, well, that is it for us for this week. We'll be back next week with more uh, Robots in Disguise. And, of course, until then, you can find us all over the internet. We're on Twitter. We're on Facebook. We're on Mastodon. And we have a Patreon. Yeah. Yes, we are hosted on iaconunderground.net, where we have a Patreon set up to help with hosting and other expenses at patreon.com slash iaconunderground. 
Uh, every month we do a super fun special episode. Uh, so for December, we did a special Goomer's Day episode <laughs> of Elf, the animated series. Yo! Which was something that <laughs> we had kind of been looking for an excuse to do an episode of for a while. So that was, that show was definitely a show that was made. There was, there was cocaine involved. <laughs> Some sort of snow, yes. You know, when I was when I was at work yesterday, uh, I saw a thread. One of my the people I I uh, follow on Mastodon brought up the show Small Wonder, and so I gave one of my younger coworkers a brief introduction to Small Wonder, and I was like, "You see, back in the '80s, the people making things were on lots of cocaine." I mean, it doesn't explain everything, but it explains a lot of things. It explains a whole lot of things. Also, I am sitting here and watching uh, as I find that uh, the the coat of uh, bitter apple that I sprayed on the guns of my hiss tank are uh, it's paying off. Mm. <laughs> One of the cats just came over and started trying to gnaw on it, and she was like, "Wait, this tastes bad." <laughs> so, good tip, good tip if you have a uh, a hiss tank and cats. Hi, yeah, it's you. Or any Transformers uh, was, toy with pointy edges that cats love to rub It was on. Lucille. And then I believe so, in... Uh, yes, January. It's going to be David's birthday yes. selection. And so yo-ho-ho, ho, going to make us- we're going to take a bite of gum gum. Yes, what I've been threatening for a <laughs> while, they would not go along with, they're going along with the, against their will. It's time for some One Piece. Netflix And I version. thought my birthday was on Talk Like a Pirate Day. <laughs> Yar. It's time for birthday piracy. I told you, right. I don't like anime. I like shows about teenagers and giant robots sobbing uncontrollably. I feel like that's a lot of anime. But it's it's not teenagers and giant robots sobbing uncontrollably, but uh, I'm sure I'll manage. Sorry. We we watched G Witch, didn't we? No, no, we did uh, well, I guess you the two of you watched it. I did not watch it. Well yeah. Uh I watched uh Gundam Anne Hathaway. <laughs> yes. Yes, we did. We're still waiting for the second one of those to come out so we can do it again, but I it, it doesn't heard. like an awfully long time since that last one came out. Yeah, I know. I mean, it, Lucille, I bought you a call. Time Come between on. projects, but it does like feels like it's been three years at this point. Well, it's probably been only like two. But has there been any news about it? I do not recall. Uh, well, I, I, I guess COVID probably no. fucked some things up. But no. Oh yeah, yeah. She's trying to chew on the parts that I did not spray. Uh, Stop it. <laughs> okay. She's being escorted off the desk. <laughs> anyway, I'm just going to have to spray everything on my desk with bitter apple. And then I'll touch it, and then I'll, like, put my finger in my mouth and be like, why does everything on my desk taste awful? Oh. No, the first movie, the first one was supposed to come out, supposed to come out in 2020. Oh. But was delayed till 2021. Okay. Yeah. The latest news on the trilogy's next entry is supposed to be released until 2024. 
trilogy. I thought it was just going to be two. Oh. Crap. Ooh, three of them. Uh, I thought we covered half we'll the story We'll get more teenagers already. and giant robots sobbing uncontrollably eventually. Yeah. I just want to get to the ending. So I guess maybe we'll cover Charles Counterattack at some point anyway. Anyway, yes, uh, January One Piece, episode two. I'm making them watch the first two episodes. We'll get to that. See us on Mastodon and thing. Do we hit link to our Mastodons and Twitters on the webpage? Uh, I think sure. so. There's okay. definitely one to the Discord, uh, so I will have to... Yes, Discord. Oh my goodness. Why is everyone awake and running around and causing problems? Discord has been some holiday fun. I, I shared a bunch of Metal Heroes and Super Sentai Christmas and New Year's episodes yesterday. It was fun. But I, I, I got to surprise people with the episode of... It's Friday in California meme. <laughs> in context. <laughs> that was great. It was like whiplash. <laughs> I guess she can chew on my earpods. Anyway, I guess we're done. Anyway. Alright, so we'll be back next <laughs> week with more. Case is precariously close to G2 Megatron's tank barrel. <laughs> anyway, we'll be back next week. Sorry, go ahead. We'll be back next week with, uh, just in time for uh, January, it's the Halloween episode. <laughs> Yay! Wow, that is an early week. Well, kind the Erloween episode. That's a little too early. It feels like it's early enough to defeat the purpose. But I don't think early ween takes place on Halloween or even in November. No, it explicitly does not take place on Halloween. Because it's early. But it also seems like it probably doesn't take place in January either. That'd be really early. Mm. This is early ween. This is early ween. Alright, so so stay tuned for next time when we, uh, we are haunted by the ghost in the machine. Ooh, more ghosts! But until then, I'm Rob. I'm Jen. Spooky. We're gonna watch the ghost in the shell. I'm David. Spooky.